All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPosito, and the Celtics start their summer league. Jordan Walsh makes his debut. Celtics fall to the Heat, 99-88. No one really cares. We're going to dive into some of the players that stood out and some of the players that just looked like flat-out busts uh, because there were certainly some, which is to be expected in summer league. Uh, but the headline of this entire podcast is the Celtics draft pick this year, Jordan Walsh. Uh, really solid overall game for him. When you look back at his film, when you look back at his draft grade, there were a couple things that people harped on. It was how good he was defensively and his lack of shooting. And I want to talk about both of them. Defensively, Jordan Walsh on ball is a dog. Really, really solid on ball defender. However, and again, I don't know if this is just this game in particular. He mentioned it after. He was kind of a little lost at sometimes. He's a brand new team. Never played with any of these guys. Haven't really got the opportunity to practice a ton. Like he literally just got drafted. But his off-ball defense was tough. He gambled a lot, which, you know, with the 7-3 wingspan, one of the reasons he's called a violent defender is because his off-ball defense is good. Tonight, it was all over the place. I don't know if it's because the summer league rosters are still more talented than college and they ripped him apart and maybe he's not built for this. Or it's because he just hasn't had the opportunity to practice and play with these guys. I'm going with the latter because on ball defense still looked good. Could he bulk up a little bit? Absolutely. Did he get bullied a couple times? Absolutely. For the majority of the game, though, defensively, he looks solid. Again, off ball, still a little bit of growing to do, but I think that just comes in time. Overall, Jordan Walsh played a really good game on the defensive end. Now, the part of his game that everyone was questioning was his offensive upside. And this game, I mean, you look at the numbers, they were through the roof. He had 18 points on 6 of 11 from the field, 4 of 6 from 3. His huge knock was that he was not a three-point threat. And again, this is one game. You don't know. Like He could go out in game 2, 3, and 4 and throw up a ton of bricks. But as far as everything that we've been told, he's hesitant on shooting. He was not hesitant at all. He got the ball and he ripped it. Some of them far beyond beyond the three-point line the stroke looks good and i mentioned that in the last podcast too after the draft jordan walsh's form looks good it's a matter of getting the confidence that he can hit it and staying in the spots that he's going to be in now at the end of the game he talked about playing the role in summer league that he will be playing in the nba and i think he did a good job with that like he's not going out there and trying to create a lot of opportunities. He's standing in a corner, he's cutting, he's playing defense, and he's taking the open shot when he gets it. And that's exactly the role that he's going to be put in 
for the Boston Celtics, uh, you know, given that he's given time, right? Obviously, as a rookie, like not a ton of rookies that are drafted in the second round immediately jump onto a team and get a role. And I don't know whether or not that's going to be the case with Jordan Walsh. I really don't. But the facts of the matter is like defensively, it looks like he can help right away. Again, this is off ball. There's still work to be done, but the season doesn't start for a while. He's got plenty of time to get out practice with these guys. So that I think will tighten up offensively. The one thing that can hold him off of the court is his lack of confidence in his shot and inability to hit the three. This is only one game, but him taking him going four of six from three and not hesitating at all is a really good sign. Really good sign. So overall highlight of the night, watching Jordan Walsh, uh, play a really solid game, led the team in scoring, uh, which was good. It's good to see. And it's not him creating a ton of opportunities. It's him taking the open shots, playing the role that he would be playing for the Boston Celtics. Uh, obviously against significantly worse defenders, but you know it is what it is. got to start somewhere. Uh, so overall, solid game for him. Uh, there's a This game is funny because every summer league – you come up across a bunch of guys that you know are trying to make a name for themselves, prove themselves. And then you've got guys that come out here, have a name. Maybe they've played in the past and just look absolutely horrible. To me, there's really only a handful of guys that deserve to be talked about. Jordan Walsh was one of them. J.D. Davison was one of them. We'll talk about him. Uh, Sham Penny who was on the Celtics last year, is one of them. And then you've got Jay Scrub. So really, four people. Four people on this team worth talking about. The rest of them, again, it's only one game. I don't want to throw them out into the wind. Uh, but gone. Don't really need to be talked about. Honestly, okay, we'll we'll talk about one more. Kamar Baldwin. And we'll, we'll actually start here, just because this popped into my head. I don't want to lose that train of thought. Kamar Baldwin... Played for the main Celtics last year. Uh, point guard, you know, the Celtics kind of in a tricky spot where we're lacking depth at the point guard position. We need more ball handlers. Uh, played for the main Celtics last year. Had a really good season. He came in DNPCD in summer league. Right? So, again, not really worth much of a conversation. However, he was one of the guys that a lot of people were talking about wanting to get a better look at and we didn't even scratch the surface on it didn't even get the opportunity to play i don't know if that means his opportunity in boston is completely thrown out the window my assumption probably yes because if you can't play during boston celtics summer league you're not making you're, you're not going to make the squad i'm sorry like it is what it is at this point uh but i do want to focus on the other four guys here jd davison being the next target all right. Overall, solid game. 14 points, 11 assists, had two steals. The shooting, terrible. 5 of 14 from the field, 1 of 5 from 3, still does not have a shot. Turn the ball over five times. All right? So you've got 32 minutes, and turnovers come much more heavily in summer league. 
primarily because these guys do not play with each other at all. And it's hard to build some sort of camaraderie, some sort of bond uh, where you're going out there and it looks fluid. It did not look fluid for a lot of this game. However, J.D. Davison did a pretty good job of distributing the ball. Obviously, you see the 11 assists, you're like, oh my God, yeah, he looked great. He didn't really look that great, in my opinion. Some people will certainly argue that. Uh, But to me, I mean, overall, one of the things that he does really well is gets out, pushes the ball in transition. If he gets a rebound or if he gets an early outlet pass, he is sprinting down the floor and he is fast. This guy, super athletic, not afraid of getting to the rim, has size for a little guard. Uh, Overall, I mean, it's not a bad game. You look at the shooting numbers, you look at the turnovers, it's not great, right? I don't think that J.D. Davison had a bad game by any means. Uh, But overall, you look at the guy and the way that he pushes the ball, the way that he handles the ball in general. Like I, I think overall, it's not like he's losing the ball dribbling. It's more of a bad passes type situation, which I think more so comes down to the fact that these guys just haven't played together. He, they don't really know the tendencies of each other yet. So while yes, J.D. Davison had five turnovers, I don't think it was because of lack of talent. I think it was just lack of communication be between the team members. And again, maybe I'm giving them a little too much slack. Uh, So be it. But honestly, J.D. Davison, outside of Jordan Walsh, looked really good. You know, really good might be a stretch. He looked good, right? Now, the other guy that kind of came out of nowhere, surprised the hell out of me, was Jay Scrub. This is another guy that played for the Lakeland Magic last year in the G League. Celtics. Signed him to a summer league contract. Played 23 minutes in this one. I thought, personally, behind Jordan Walsh, he was the next best guy, and it wasn't even close. End of the night, 17 points and a rebound, two steals, a block. Did turn the ball over four times, but again, everybody kind of did. Champagne, four turnovers. Jordan Walsh, three turnovers. So a lot of the guys that played heavy minutes turned the ball over. If they had any sort of usage rate, they turned the ball over. Uh, but six of 11 from the field, one of three from three. One of the things that I like about Jay Scrub, one, he's got size. At six foot five, 220, like he's a guard that can handle the ball, but is super aggressive. Like most of his points came in transition or getting to the rack. And he was bullying some guys getting to the rim. Like, this is the type of basketball that you want to see from your guy, you know, sitting back in the 10th, 11th, 12th man on the roster situation, which is, you know, honestly, where he could be if he were to make the team. I'm not saying he's going to make the team or not. He might be a two-way guy. But in general, you know, he looked pretty solid. You know, and my guess, you know, if you're going after – Listen, a lot of this depends on what Brogdon does. If Brogdon gets traded and they bring someone in and he's a wing guy, maybe they don't need Jay Scrub. They put him on a 2A contract. And if that's the case, J.D. Davison might get elevated to a regular contract. 
Jordan Walsh already signed his NBA contract. He will be there. Uh, so you've got options for some of these guys. Not like in the years past where our rosters pretty much been set. There are a lot of question marks surrounding this Boston Celtics roster. Jay Scrub very well could make one of these slots. And again, this is could be an overreaction after one game. We'll see how the next three play out. But Jay Scrub played really well in this one. And I loved his aggressiveness. You know, he's one of the guys. I don't really have a lot of negatives to talk about. Like, you can certainly, you could talk about the turnovers. But really, like, he had a great block at the end of the first at the three-point line. Right? So, on-ball perimeter defender, solid. Right? Steal and one dunk. Attacks the basket really well. Like, that is what you want in a guy especially coming off the bench. You want someone that can go in, play with energy. He seemed to be that guy. So overall, really solid. So we've talked about, you know, really Jordan Walsh, J.D. Davison, and Jay Scrub. Those are the three main guys that played at a really, really solid level. Now, there's one guy in particular that I want to talk about uh, that was terrible. Uh, before we dive into that, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilizes the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. All right, so... Again, one other person that played good minutes and was bad. Like, listen, you talk about the rest of the Celtics roster, Balcharowski, uh, Bean, Azabuki. Like, there are some guys that came in were fine, right? And then there, were, there was one guy in particular that I had high expectations for. High might be a stretch, but I had expectations for. And it's Champagne. This is a guy that was literally on the Celtics last year. Like he wasn't, he wasn't a guy that bounced around. He wasn't in the G League. Like he was actually on the Celtics. And my God, was he just absolutely terrible. Like this is a this is a guy that very much should be coming in here at 6'6, 200 pounds. And kind of dominating a lot of these guys. He looked horrible. Absolutely terrible. 
He was a team worst minus 19. He was the only one in double digits as far as negative plus minus. The only one. The next worst was Jordan Walsh at minus eight. And again, that's mostly because he played 31 minutes. But Champagny, 30 minutes minus 19. He did have 11 rebounds, rebounded the ball well, whatever. You, we've, we've talked about this in the past. Rebounds, sometimes right place, right time. It is what it is. It can't be a skill. He had six offensive rebounds. Give him credit for that. Three of 13 in the field, one of four from three, four turnovers. Champagny should be a guy that's going out here and leading this team. Like J.D. Davison, for that matter. Like J.D. Davison pushed the pace. He made sure guys got in position. Right? Champagny should be there doing that. He did none of it. Really, really poor game from Champagny in this one. And it's disappointing because after you know being on the Celtics last year, having the opportunity to practice with those guys, uh, it's it's tough. It's tough watching that. So overall in this one, like I said, there's really only four guys worth mentioning. Five if you count Kamar Baldwin, but he literally didn't play, so I don't know how much you can really talk about him. Jordan Walsh, J.D. Davison, Jace Cub, three of them looked really solid. Like they came out here, played the game that you would want them to play. Sure, is there room for improvement? Absolutely. It's the first summer league game. They haven't played with each other. So, yes, there are going to be growing pains in that. But those three played pretty well in this game. And then you've got Champagny, that fourth guy that just had expectations, didn't, didn't meet or exceed them. So there's a lot more basketball to be played. Like, again, yeah, this is game one of the four summer league games. At this point, going down 0-1, Celtics probably not making a push in the playoffs unless they really turn it around and win the next three. That's typically how it goes in summer league. Once you lose, the path gets pretty difficult because there are te- it's only four games. Teams can go on a four-game win streak. So we might get to watch them four times. And if that's the case, you know it's still more opportunities to get acclimated with your teammates and start to figure out their tendencies, play good team basketball. But overall, I mean, this is a, it's a solid outing. Nobody really cares about summer league, about the full roster. At least there's only a handful of guys that you're going to put into your program as either two ways or add on to a roster spot. The G league honestly doesn't matter. You know, you could move, let's just say the Celtics do not put, Jay Scrub as a two-way player, and he just goes on to the main Celtics at the G League team. Any other team can just go out and sign him. He has he's playing for the Celtics affiliate, but he does not have a contract with the Celtics at all. So it really only matters if they get pulled up into the Boston Celtics or get put on a two-way. So you don't care about the entire team. You care about a handful of players that could actually make a difference within your you know, Celtics or two-way spots. So at this point, those are the four that I'm looking at. And, you know, I don't know. If Kamar Baldwin makes an appearance, maybe he was hurt. I don't know. 
But those are the guys that you should be keeping an eye out for. Outside of them, I don't really think much is going to happen. But that's where we're going to wrap things up. Overall, Summer League, game one, solid. Real solid. Again, didn't come out with the win. Doesn't really matter. No one really cares. Uh, That's where we're going to wrap things up. If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Uh, Follow our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap, and our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. And if you haven't done so already, make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five-star written review. Still trying to get to 100 on Apple here. Uh, But five-star written review. Greatly appreciate it. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We'll talk soon. Who are we to sell to? Who are we to sell to? Who are we to sell to?